So hi, I'm Laura. I'm a science correspondent for Chemistry World, which is a magazine uh, run by the Royal Society of Chemistry. So if you haven't joined the Royal Society of Chemistry and you've never seen it and you have no idea what I'm talking about, there's a stall out there which is going to try and persuade you to join up <coughs> and you can go and nick a coffee and have a look through. Um, I've, done, I've done my work bit now, I can relax. Um, so my day-to-day -day job involves identifying stories and writing stories that are relevant to uh, the membership of, chemistry, uh, of the Royal Society of Chemistry and the wider world, um, people who are interested in chemistry. We tend to have mainly a following of chemically literate people, not necessarily professors, and, but certainly students and people who are just generally interested. So it's slightly different to perhaps a more mainstream uh, science correspondent, but certainly people who I have worked with have gone on to also write for such publications as Nature, New Scientist, uh, Vic Gill now works for the BBC. So what I'm talking about is more generally applicable than just for a chemistry magazine. Um, so a little bit about my career to date. I was here, I started back in 2001, um, and I decided um, at the end of my undergraduate degree, actually, I don't have a PhD, that I wasn't going to be a future shining academic. It wasn't going to be for me. I didn't know whether I wasn't for academia or academia wasn't for me, but either way, that wasn't going to happen. And I needed to think about what I wanted to do as a job. And having left the lab and gone back and been a barmaid, trying to work it all out, I decided that I did want to stay related to chemistry or science. I thought that was actually more important to me. I didn't want to go off and work in the city. I wanted to do use my degree and use it in some way productively. Um, and at that time, and in fact they still do, the Royal Society of Chemistry runs a uh, graduate scheme for people who want to get involved in journals publishing. So that's everything from commissioning the stuff, putting it through peer review, editing it and putting it online and putting it into the actual journals. Um, and so I thought, I reckon I could do that. And I applied and I got the job. Um, and what was really useful, it was a really good time for me, though, so there was a bit of luck there. Um, I did my part two project with Hagen Bailey um, over in the CRL, and he had recently helped set up a new journal with the Royal Society of Chemistry. So they wanted someone who had a little bit of experience in that area. So not only did I do the more sort of uh, standard work of dealing with papers and putting it through the peer review process and copy ed editing it and, and, and putting it online and putting it into journals. But I actually got involved in going out and representing the journal at conferences, chatting to people, being able to really find out what still was going on in the field. Um, as part of that work, I started to write a small pricey of uh, papers either that we were publishing in the magazine, in the journal, um, and I'd write that, and then that would be put at the front of the, the journal. Um, and I was also organising other academics to write about other, thing, you know, other interesting papers in the field that we could put at the beginning of the journal. And as I was doing more and more of the writing, I realised that that was possibly the bit that interested me more. 
and it was really nice to be able to read and start to think about what was going on and occasionally pick up the phone and ask these academics a little bit more about what they were doing. Um, so uh, I got more and more involved in the writing side with the journals. So they did a lot more of the sort of summarising what they saw as their best papers. And I would get more and more involved and became uh, a core writer over on the journal side in addition to my existing job. Um, I still really liked writing. I wanted to do more of it. Um, I was able to chat to the guys at Chemistry World because that's published by the RSC. They were literally just down the corridor and they played badminton on a Wednesday and I played badminton on a Wednesday. So I said, I'm really enjoying writing. I'd like to do more of it. How can I get more involved? Could I write for you guys? Should I go off and do a master's in science journalism or science communication? And Anonyo, who is now uh, the online editor at Nature, but was uh, at the time was uh, the deputy editor at Chemistry World, said, don't bother doing the masters and stuff. Work out whether you really want to do it. Why don't you write something for us? And so I started doing a little bit of freelancing for Chemistry World. At that point, I wasn't getting paid for the freelancing. This, this was voluntary, and I was doing it in my own time to try and work out whether this is something I really wanted to do. Turns out, again, I really liked the writing. Um, there then became an opportunity to go and work for a magazine that the RSC puts out uh, called Education in Chemistry. So that's an educational magazine based um, very much on explaining things for chemistry teachers so that they could try and take real-world examples and put it into, uh, put it into you know, their classrooms and help involve that. Um, that was incredible and that's one of the things I think would be really useful to just absolutely stress is that getting a good mentor or a good editor, in my case, really, really can help because my editor at the time, Catherine, was incredible. She'd been doing this job for about 20 years. Before that, she'd been working in other journalistic areas. She had a real nose for a story. She was incredibly tight about how to write, how to edit, how to understand. Um, how to craft a story and it was incredibly incredibly valuable for me at that time to have that experience um, and so if I would say anything it's to really try and get some experience but to get a really good mentor or someone to help you develop um, and then it was it was quite standard from there I was at education in chemistry I was doing a job a maternity cover uh, position came up at chemistry world um, and I thought well I'll apply for that um, and as these things often or can do, the maternity cover position became permanent. And so I've now been at Chemistry World as a science correspondent for two years, just, just over two years. In that time, I've written about everything from latest research to policy initiatives that affect the chemical sciences in this country and abroad. Um, I still get to go to a lot of conferences, but I get to look at a lot of stuff that I wouldn't have seen had I stayed in academia because my remit is so much more broad. Um, and I think that's also something that I would add is that you need to be broadly interested. If you're narrowly focused, that's great. But at least for me in my role, you need to have a broad focus, which is interested in everything, which as scientists, we all are. We're, science is about finding out. And that's, that's basically the story of, of my role. Um, and there has been a bit of luck, but I would say definitely 
my, my take-home lesson would be to get experience, whether it's writing for a magazine or the Cherwell or something like that, trying to get some, or just writing a blog based on your own research. See if you like it. And if you like it, do more of it and start trying to, to get some experience with some other people. Um, and that's it. Thanks very much. <laughs>